Welcome to the Courage Queen Podcast. I'm your host, Justine Wenzel, entrepreneur, glam girl, and karaoke enthusiast. For over 10 years, I've been teaching women how to become more courageous by pressing into fear so they can step into their purpose. Whether it's me at the microphone solo or I'm sharing the stage with incredible guests, I'm committed to bringing you the best while sharing the truth that will set us all free. Time to wake up and stop giving fear all the power. I'm bringing tangible tips for more peace and authenticity while simultaneously giving you an ab workout as we weave in comedic flair. So buckle up because it's time to live your best life. Hey, Courage Queen podcast listeners. I am back with another episode this week, short and sweet. We're really talking about the topic of humility. What does it mean to be humble? I think that we misunderstand um, really the Bible in general, we misunderstand God and we misunderstand humility because we think that humility is being weak or passive. And I am here to tell you today that that is not the message to us in God's word. And so we think about being humble and it says in 1 Peter 5, 6, be humble in the presence of God's mighty power and he will honor you when the time comes. And I look at that and I think that that is a promise that the Lord is saying to each and every one of us that if we consider ourselves humble, that if we humble ourselves within him, we submit our heart to the ways of God. And if we do that, we let his pattern establish our path. So being humble yourself doesn't mean to have low self-esteem or to be suffering from rejection, or to just be, again, weak or passive, or thinking of ourselves as significantly smaller. God's humility is being comfortable with who we are in Him. So we're putting others first, and the picture of humility in the Bible is one of a strong person who loves other people, not somebody who's like this wimp figure who's like, oh, I'm super humble. No one needs to know the great things that I'm doing. But humility is recognizing that you also need God's help, that you don't have the answers to every single question or problem, that you're not like the greatest thing since sliced bread or a uh, Tootsie Roll or my personal favorite, a toaster strudel. And in the Bible, I feel like there's so many different examples of how Jesus uses humility in action. You know, although he's the son of God, he was very gentle and humble, but he was also very strong. And so here's what humility looks like in action. So when you're humble, you can diffuse arguments. So you don't need to stand up for yourself in a super angry manner. And you also don't have to win every argument. So it's more of having that gentleness, especially in the world that we're in right now where we feel the need to be right in every conversation. We have to convince people that what is important to us should be important to them. And we're so overly concerned if they are not jumping the gun to immediately think the exact same beliefs about a current scenario in our world, about a political issue, and we're very quick to you know, get stirred up in anger, share a lot of harsh words, take it to social media, feel the need to argue. And really, at the end of the day, most of the time, it's a waste of energy. So when you're also humble, you can handle unfair treatment, but with more of a peace of mind. So you can respond to unfair treatment without becoming bitter. God's humility means that you don't 
feel a need for revenge or coming across to teach that person a lesson. When you're humble, you don't put on a false front. So it's as simple as when you understand God and humility, you don't have to act like you're this huge big shot. The more that you know God, the less that you feel like you have to prove. And I've definitely seen that as I've grown in my faith. When you're humble, you can ask for forgiveness. You can be bold and direct and at least take some personal responsibility for the percentage that you were wrong in a particular situation. And being wrong does not mean that you're weak. It means that you can easily apologize for your part in everything because just because you had great intentions doesn't mean you still can't hurt people. We're imperfect people. But when you're humble, you can talk with the right attitude. You can be courteous and loving regardless the situation, even if you need to take a firm or strong action or stance. When I look at this, one of the things that I think of is that it's not making yourself less like we've been meant to believe. It doesn't mean that we're unaware of the gifts or our calling that's on our lives, but we avoid self-pride. Our godly humility does not mean we should pretend to be unaware of the giftings that God has given to us, but the key is that we are remembering who's the source who is the gift giver. So let's talk about success. I find that people will be more successful when they practice what the Bible says about God and humility. They're going to have more significance and more influence when they are humble and they're not gonna come across and fight that abrasive part of what pride brings to the table. So this is a great way to apply these truths to your daily life. And when we think about success in the world that we live in today, very specifically, we equate success to having a lot of Instagram followers, having a check mark next to our name, you know, having a lot of money or a great house or something that everybody would want, the life everybody would want, the car everybody would want. You would go on the vacations that everybody wishes they could go on. There's so many different worldly material possessions that we equate someone must be successful and have a lot of money. But I love what um, this artist Lecrae says, which is success isn't about what I've done compared to others. It's about what I've done in comparison to what God has called me to. And I think that that's such a powerful statement. I'm going to read that one more time, actually. Success isn't about what I've done compared to others. It's about what I've done in comparison to what God has called me to. So when we look at where we're measuring up and what success means to us, which may be different from someone else, I want to look at success and say, it's really not about if I feel like I'm doing better than someone else. Sometimes I feel like we watch trash TV for that reason. I look at shows that I've watched over the course of many years, and sometimes, yeah, like I love Jesus, but I like a little bit of trash TV. And I think there's a part of me that looks at something like that and says, oh my gosh, I'm so much better off. Like I'm doing okay. And it's so comical to think of things that way, but we look at the lives of other people and we do compare. It's hard not to. But I think that getting our heads straight, 
and realizing that God has called us something to so much bigger than the small, finite things that we worry and compare our lives to. And we should be more focused on how much have we accomplished or what has been our success rate or our consistency when we look at it in terms of what God has called us to and how focused we are on his plan and how he's going to get the glory. When I look at God's word in Philippians 2, 5 through 11, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, rather in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who being in very nature, God did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on the cross. Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every other name, the name of Jesus. And I look at this and I say, are we in a culture right now where it's self-serving? We're obsessed with ourselves. Or are we living in a culture where people want to make God famous? And I read something this week that was so indicative of this. It was like, promote God, stop promoting your body. and. You look at that and you see today the culture of so many people trying to create a brand and to be famous and to get attention on them and to have the whole lifestyle and everything that comes with getting noticed and going viral. But God shows favor to those who are humble, those who humble themselves enough to say that in due time, God will lift me up, but it will be because of me giving him glory and what he's called me to. And so if you're somebody who's in the messy middle right now, I want to just encourage you today with this message that he's not forgotten you. Don't despise small beginnings. Keep putting one foot in front of the other and know that in due time, when you're called, that you will be risen up to a position and a likeness that God thinks you can handle. But if you can't be trusted with a little... You're not going to be trusted with a lot. And when you know who you are, there's no need to show off. Make it a great week, you guys. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you loved it, would you send it to a friend who could be encouraged? Or share it on social and tag me so I can personally thank you for sharing the sweet sauce. For more episodes, check out and subscribe to Courage Queen Podcast, where we share fresh perspectives and stories for people who have the guts to be vulnerable and grow through what they go through. You can also join the conversation on Instagram at Courage Queen Pod. As always, thanks for being here. Courage starts with showing up.